Hello listeners and welcome back to the CMF Class Podcast. I am your host, Abna Adaya Fuakwa. It's day three of our 12 Days of Christmas podcast as we continue to bring you in-depth knowledge on the importance and celebration of Christmas. On today's episode, we have a very passionate and hardworking man of God with us who has great love for God and most importantly, discipling the future generation. He is a member of the Institution of Christian Apologetic Studies and has been with GAFES for seven years now. He is currently the Zonal Ministry Coordinator for the Mid-Ghana Zone of GAFES and also doubles as CMF Cuts CMC. This man of God is in the person of Mr. Bright Abuaje. It is an honor to have you on our podcast episode today, Mr. Abuaje. Thank you very much, Abna. Um, it's a very great, great privilege actually to be with you. Um, and greetings to all our listeners. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you. CMF CAF had a survey a few weeks ago asking our members to submit questions they had on the significance of Christmas. And we'll be answering a few of those questions to, with you today, Mr. Brighter Boaji. I hope you are ready for us. It's going to be a very loaded session. Well, thank you, Abna. I think it's important for students actually to really ask questions. And we must prayerfully consider the questions that students are really asking and then be able actually to respond to them accordingly. And so knowing that we've done surveys a brilliant thing and um, I pray that the Lord himself would answer the questions of students so that we will come to know the truth. So I think we can roll and let's see what God actually does. Listeners, it's day three as I said and coincidentally we have three questions for Mr. Bright Abwaje Obey. Our first question for today will be is Christmas really a pagan holiday? Uncle Bright, please, could you expound on this question for us? Thank you, Abina. I think this is a very important question. We might say that this question has actually been there for years. And probably if I can restate the question, because it's actually an accusation. It doesn't come most of the time with the mind to inquire whether this is true or not. Atheists and some denominations actually accuse Christians who recognize 25th or actually Christmas as, as a Christmas holiday. Um, they accuse Christians that that is actually a pagan um, thing and all of that. So they say something like we celebrate Christmas on 25th December, um, which was a day that actually recognized by Romans long before Christians took it and actually changed uh, it to become a Christian holiday. Uh, they think that Romans actually worshipped the sun god um, Sol Invictus and they celebrated his birthday on the 25th and so by that they think that Christians have actually taken something that was um, Roman um, paganism um, or the cult of Lutheranism and have actually made it something that is Christian, including the decorations and, and all of that. 
but as I said, these these are not new. They, these accusations have been there. The question that we need to ask ourselves um, is that are these really true? Are these really true? You see, the Romans actually worshipped the sun god, Sol Invictus, but we must know that that didn't take place until AD 274 during the reign of Emperor Aurelian. You see, and until that, December 25th did not have any significance on the Roman calendar. That is important to know. So they celebrated the sun, they worshipped the sun god, they celebrated that holiday, but the 25th of December did not have any significance. You, you, you get me. And so, you see, there were emperors indeed, and that is true, who actually worshipped the sun god, as I've said, and made sacrifices. But this, th- these things actually fell on in the month of August and not actually December. We must also take note that the Christian calendar actually recognized Christmas around AD 37. The Christian calendar actually recognized Christmas around AD 336. You, you understand? However, until that, Christians had already identified 25th December with the birth of Christ, which was actually before the time of Aurelian, the emperor. So, you must also take note that the Christian calendar actually recognized Christmas as a Christian holiday or a Christian festival, come to think of it, around AD 336, around AD 336, but until that, Christians were already identifying themselves or identifying probably Christmas with 25th December in connection with the birth of Christ. And this actually precedes Aurelian or it comes before Aurelian. So, by the end of the second century, people were already trying to pick out what day Christ was possibly born. And different dates actually came up. It was started actually, the process actually started with the uh, with when Christ died. And we know that John, the Apostle John, had written his gospel and said that Christ actually died on the eve of Passover. So the church actually calculated that that would actually correspond with the Jewish month of Nisan. And that's on the 14th day of uh, Nisan, that's a Jewish month, which actually also corresponds to Artemision on the Greek calendar. Uh, but on the Latin calendar, it falls on April 6th. So the Eastern Church actually adopted the April 6th at the day of the crucifixion. The Western Church, however, took a different turn. They wanted to actually find the historical time when he was crucified. They identified March 25th, AD 29, as the day Jesus died. But that date actually is, is, a, is, a, is a problem because we know that March 25th doesn't fall on Friday. That's in the year AD 29. And Passover also did not fall on March in that same year AD 29. But that is what they came up with. Now, 
how does the death and the birth actually correspond? You know, the first and second century AD, the Jewish community actually believed that the Hebrew prophet and Jesus, they consider Jesus as a Hebrew prophet. So the Hebrew prophet actually uh, died on the same day that they were they were conceived. So if they've been able to come up with the day of his birth, of his death, actually as April 1st, then actually, then the day of his um, birth would also be that because they died on the day they were conceived. And so if we have the day April 1st, according to the Eastern Church, as a day of his, 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 his death, then of course, which March 25th was also recognized by the West, also at the same day. Then that same day, he would die as April uh, 6th or March 25th. But that date actually was, they later recognized that that will be the date of the conception of Christ. The conception of Christ. And so April 6th will actually be his conception. And so if that is the conception, then they calculated nine months from that, from, from that. And so the Westerners came, it will virtually fall on 25th December. Then if you are going with the Eastness, then 6th of December. But that actually has, we've, we've caught up with the 25th December. Now, this was recognized before Aurelian. So it was the other way round that the, the pagan people actually took that date and they celebrated it for themselves. So let's let's we can actually grant it and say okay for the sake of argument yes that day was chosen by Christians from the pagans but as I said I've given a historical background to know that actually it was the pagans who actually so I mean came for that day because we have always recognized December twenty fifth because March twenty fifth was actually um, recognized as a day of conception and so nine months from that will actually fall on december 25th and so if we grant it for the sake of argument now does that mean that we are worshiping foreign gods or pagan gods you see we must understand that god is a god of redemption and he's redeeming everything to himself as we see in romans 14 different days but all of them are actually for the lord None of the days belongs to any pagan god. None. And so the, the fact that your birthday might even fall on the day that you are celebrating a certain pagan um, festival like Homo War and all of that, when you celebrate, does not mean that you are celebrating a certain idol. We can actually redeem that day and make it that of Christ. The symbols that are used, the Christmas trees, we again, we are, we are accused that those symbols are actually um, pagan symbols. The symbols themselves don't bring any meaning. They don't get up and say that I'm a pagan symbol. We actually impact meaning into them. And so 
we can choose a Christmas tree. And then when we choose that tree and we celebrate and, and, and we make that of Christ, we are redeeming things that the devil has stolen and made his to be that of Christ. Remember, the kingdom of this world will become that of Christ and of his God. You see, so that becomes an important thing. And Christians, therefore, cannot be accused of, of, of doing that. Now, many things have pagan roots, like our language. The terms that we use, some, some words that we use may have um, um, pagan root. Even the days of the week, like Sunday, which people have sun God. Does it mean we should change the name of that day? No. Whoever, whichever gods that we ascribe to, we are not the supreme creators. We know there's only one creator. One thing we must understand that when Christians are also worshipping on 25th, as time has gone, we have come to know, like John Piper will say, that the, the things that even by their roots came with paganism, the people who celebrate them don't even remember that they were ever ascribed to that. When people get up and they are celebrating Christmas on 25th, ask them whether they are celebrating some gods or for them it is jesus christ and so that's how i'll answer question this question we know historically that it is not they had always recognized right before the time of Aurelian, the emperor Aurelian, that christmas for them the birth of christ was 25th december because they did a calculation which actually tallied with it knowing that if they considered march 25th as the conception day of Christ, the nine months after that will be December 25th. And so that's how we arrive on, on December 25th and all of that. So that is how I will go. Thank you. Thank you too, Uncle Bright. So December 25th was recognized by Christians as the day to celebrate the birth of Christ, even before the time of the Roman Emperor. Wow, I didn't know Christmas had so much history behind it like this. From what Uncle Bright has said so far, Christmas is not a pagan holiday. It is indeed celebrated to mark the birth of Christ for us as Christians. So on to our next question. Why is Christmas celebrated in December? I believe Uncle Bright has already started unboxing this question. Over to you, Uncle Bright. Thank you very much, Abna. Um, I, I must say that I'm really enjoying this. And as I read, I realized that indeed Christmas has, has real history behind it. Most of the times, people accuse Christians and they think Christians have been mindless and have just chosen things in vacuum and are just celebrating and all of that. But there's so much to learn from history. And so we just have to take our time. But anyway, if, to answer the question about why Christians celebrate Christmas in December, as I, as, as I alluded um, in the first question, basically I would want to summarize to make it quite simple. That I had already stated the point that the Eastern Church actually per the calculations that I did previously that the month of Nizan on the 14th which corresponded to on the Latin calendar April 6th so that was adopted as the day that 
Christ was crucified. And then with the assertion that the Jewish community at that time believed that Jewish prophet actually died on the day they were born. And so with the Western church coming up with March 25th, instead of the Eastern April 1st, we calculated nine months from March 25th because if the Jewish prophet died on the same day they were born, then if Jesus died or was born on the day of 25th, then indeed um, it means he was actually, was if he was born on day March 25th, then it means he would die. That, that was the ascension. So if somebody was born on 1st January, it means you will and the person is a Jewish prophet that the person will die on on first January, whichever year the one was, was was not speculated. But after further deliberation, they realized that actually they when those dates were date of conception. So they realized that those dates were date of conception, whether April 6th or March 25th. And so if March 25th is a day of conception. The nine months from that will land us on December 25th. And so basically, that's how come we are stuck with December 25th. Not because of a pagan kind of thing. As I said, Christians had always thought about it before Emperor Emperor uh, Aurelian, though it was recognized on the Christian calendar in AD 336. But that does not change the fact that the fact that I, I recognize something on my calendar doesn't mean that I never had it in mind. So they had always had it in mind and recognized December 25th. And the history was, I mean, is what I've given that indeed March 25th was recognized as a conception day. And so that day from that point actually takes effect. But I must say also that whichever way you have to look at it there have been some calculations back and forth and all of that and so i don't think the strongest argument is that that is the exact day but is it worth celebrating is it worth remembering you see something that changes the day in history and rather puts history in ad and bc we need to look at that person critically. And so, if such a critical person's birth or death could change history that much, then we need to actually remember this person. And, and, and that is it. And so, it, it is really important. And I, I, I know maybe there may be a question about its importance. If not, we'll just summarize. But we, we have to come to know that this is why we celebrate in December. When March 25th was calculated and accepted from the West as a conception day, the Easterners thought about April 6th, but by and large it has now become March 26th for most of us and, and, and because of um, uh, the influence of Christianity in the West and the influence of that also in the other part of the world. And so calculating from March 25th, nine months from there will land us on December 25th. So there have been many calculations concerning the exact date for the birth of Christ. 
but december 25th was chosen because it was nine months after the conception of christ which was dated to be march 25th so for our final question which says is it really important to celebrate the birth of christ considering it may not even be his actual birth date what do you think about this uncle bright thank you so yeah we have come far answering the question is christmas really pagan holiday we've come to know that it's actually not and we've we've really uh, looked at that question in detail we have also answered the question why is christmas celebrated in december and we've known how they came about december knowing that it is just not an abstract thing so christianity is not about abstraction they were real historical incidences which actually led to these things um now the question also if it's really important to celebrate christmas especially if we think that it's not actually his actual date now we know that we can choose things date to actually bring about commemoration or to let people celebrate it and so whether or not looking at the calculation you realize that christians over the years have taught you and have come to that conclusion of december 25th not out of um, mere uh, accident or whatever but out of reflection and so we, we know that indeed this is this is so important now to answer the question if it's important I, I would want to start from the biblical narrative and give some reasons why indeed this is important and so nobody actually in fact disagrees with the fact that there's something wrong with our world the fact that we have had an election now and though they were the same sheet and all that people don't even agree tells us there's something wrong with us and the bible says in mark 7 that is our heart and no one can actually save us we are lost we are hopeless we are hopelessly hopeless and we need redemption so there's something wrong with us we are hopeless we need redemption and the bible says, what is actually wrong with us according to mark 7 is actually sin that is wrong with us and it's at the heart of man that is the problem and so there is no other book that actually comes to the realization that there's something wrong with our nature and that we need redemption and so if that's the case i mean listen to what psalm 49 actually says psalm 49 verse 7 it says truly no man can ransom another or give to god the price of his life no man can actually save another man or give to god the price for his life what we call ransom ransom is what you pay to buy somebody back so we celebrate christmas the first reason we celebrate christmas is that christmas gives us that credible picture of a loving god who 
comes actually to save because nobody no human being can save us nobody can pay the price and go say i can pay the price and so before he would pay the price he ought to become like us and so he became like us and that is what christians have come to do incarnation that he he entered the world and became like us and lived like us in order that he might save us that is what matthew 1 21 says that he came to save his people from their sins matthew 1 21 let me read that in matthew 1 21 from the esv version it says that she will bear a son and you call his name jesus for he will save his people from their sins from their sins so luke also says something similar let's listen to luke chapter 2 luke chapter 2 verse 29 luke chapter 20 and this is actually um, simon speaking and after he handled jesus in the temple he says lord now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word for my eyes have seen your salvation my eyes have seen yourself so jesus is actually god's salvation to us that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the gentiles and for glory to your people israel revelation to the gentiles that jesus had come to save them too and then the glory of for israel that the savior they have been waiting for is actually christ jesus so indeed jesus came for salvation there's a problem with our world with you and i nobody can save us we are hopeless without christ there is no other name in heaven on earth than which we must be saved other than name jesus and god actually came to do that now when we celebrate christ in john 1 14 he says and the word became flesh you see we celebrate the birth of christ as i said with what we call incarnation that god had become like us god had become like us you see it is important to know that the gnostics had always thought that the physical world or the material world is evil but for god actually to come to be a material being to take on flesh like philippians will say he took upon him man without losing his divinity he took upon him humanity without losing his divinity tells us that indeed god has actually affirmed the material world the reason why you and i cannot abuse another person cannot really abuse our own flesh and, and put it to the most ridiculous kind of treatment is that because christ coming or god coming the person of jesus to become a human being he has actually affirmed that in first timothy in first timothy chapter 2 verse 5 he says for there is one god and there is one mediator between god and man the man christ jesus so god jesus became the mediator between 
his father and us see you can mediator between god and us and for somebody to be, be a mediator he must understand what it means to be god and he must understand what it means to be man so he actually stood in the middle fully he cannot be in heaven and say he understands my because under he had because he had never become a human being so he needed to taste what we are going through and then actually reconcile because he understands how god feels he understands how human beings are falling and then he will bring us together now we also know that christ also came because of fulfillment of prophecy and if he came to fulfill prophecy then that means that indeed christianity is true because all the prophecies that have been given by isaiah in isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 the prophecy given about 500 years ago so isaiah 500 years ago prophesied about the birth of the messiah you see and he says that in verse 6 of isaiah chapter 9 he says for unto us a child is born to us a son is given so a son is born but for for a child is born but for a son he is given he's been the son of his father and god has given his son to us and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace so for this prophecy to come and we know how jesus christ was born and all of that he fit exactly into this prophetic word 500 years ago truth is established prophecy fulfilled so galatians 4 4 says in the fullness of time god sent his son and actually came so let me just read galatians chapter 4 verse 4 in galatians 4 4 he says but when the fullness of time had come god sent forth his son born of woman under the law to redeem those who are under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons hallelujah so tiny what what salvation you and i have been adopted to become the son of god now that should tell us that indeed the bible is true so the the all these things tell us indeed christ is true he's come to save us that's the essence of christmas that jesus being god had become like us in order that he might save the world this world is under god's judgment but those who trust and believe christ actually come become under his salvation now tempella actually answers a question he asks a question that what did jesus come into this world to do and he says that he was sold to buy us back captive to deliver us condemned to absolve us he was made a curse for our blessing sin offering for our righteousness mad that we may be made fair he died for our life so that by him fury is made gentle wrath appeased darkness turned into light fear reassured despisal despised death cancelled labor lightened darkness made merry misfortune made fortunate difficulty is easy 
disorder ordered division united ignominy ennobled rebellion subjected intimidation intimidated ambush uncovered assault assailed forced 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 back combat combated war war against vengeance avenged torment tormented damnation dumb damned the abyss sank into the abyss hell transfixed death dead mortality made immortal in short mercy has swallowed up all misery and goodness all misfortune and this uh, he quoted from joseph harutian and you know from the calvin commentaries the library of christian classics so this amazing truth listen to this amazing truth as i quote um uh, from tim keller that it's important to understand that in christ our the birth of christ he 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 helps us to come and know god's perfect man you will not have been yearning to see what a real human being is we can't get from one another the real human being who is the image of god is actually in christ it is in christ we see the real human being we ought to become without him we have no standard that we ought to become but christ has shown us what a real human being is real humanity that you and i must aspire are you broken today if you are broken today and you don't know what your life is about you feel condemned you feel you feel hatred for yourself you feel all hopeless and all of that I want to tell you that Christ has come to make the hopeless hopeful, the sad joyful, the condemned set free, the captive liberated, the sick healed. Christ had come to really touch us. And we can all have it first in his birth until we accept and embrace his birth and celebrate Christmas for what it is. We cannot actually understand his death until we celebrate his birth we cannot enjoy the benefit of his death let us not reduce christmas to santa claus which are myth we need to redeem christmas the true christmas is the christ celebrating the mass of christ we celebrate christ for who he is we don't celebrate um santa claus and all of the all those things are myth that we are adding to Christianity, we don't have to celebrate Santa Claus. Christmas is about Christ. God bless you. Mercy has swallowed misery and goodness misfortune. Through the birth of Christ, we get to know God's perfect man. His life showed us real humanity and which we are supposed to emulate as Christians. Christmas is indeed about Christ. God bless you, Mr. Bright, Abuaje Obeng, for shedding light on the questions for today. I've really learned so much. And before we draw the curtains on this episode, Uncle Bright, could you please give us a Christmas message for our dear listeners? Thank you, Abenai. It's, it's really been a pleasure to actually um, speak to you 
um, and he hoped that it will reach millions and millions of people in our nation and especially to students on university campus. I wish everybody a Merry Christmas. CMF executives worked hard so, I mean, so mind the year and the members and everyone wish all the university students Merry Christmas and a prosperous 2021. Let's spend the rest of the time reflecting as we move forward, as we reflect on our lives and how Christ will be more glorified in our lives so that the world and students on the university campus would come to know that indeed it's all about Christ and Christ alone. May we spend the time thinking deeply about this God who did not stand aloof and watch us suffer. This God who rather interact with us and enjoys a relationship with us and has showed his commitment to that by leaving his throne to come and pick us up so that you and I can be the righteousness of God. I wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a prosperous, prosperous 2021. God bless you. God bless you too so much for making time to be on this podcast today in spite of your busy schedule. I would also like to thank our dear listeners for their audience. On our next episode, we'll be discussing on why we lose focus from the main importance of Christmas. And is Christmas marred by secularism? Thank you all and God bless you.